Do the clothes make the man? Maybe not, but changing your appearance can change your attitude and your influence. Today's guest, style and image coach Ty Kuttner, shares about how classic, custom menswear that really fits can not only change you from the inside out, but open up some amazing opportunities in life as well. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is episode 76 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and we are your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams. Yeah, each week we're bringing you interviews designed to inspire you to build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having those conversations that matter. So we talk with incredible experts about every important area of life, from health and fitness to finances to parenting, sex, career, and spiritual growth, just to name a few. Yeah, sprinkled in, we get to connect with amazing couples who share their ideas of overcoming ordinary to build legendary marriages. On today's show, our guest Ty Kuttner shares his journey from bus driver to COO to owning his own company. And it all started by taking a look in the mirror one day and realizing he needed to make a change. And that change was about his look, his style, his image. Little did he realize when he changed what he wore, he was also changing his own heart as well as the world around him. Yeah, um, so I'm just appreciating the fact that we're going live on Mother's Day here, and we're giving the guys a chance. We're going to focus on making them look dead sexy. I like that. That's a good That's a good prize for Mother's Day. That's a gift. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more in the episode about how you can do that, but, you know, it, it's a mindset change, honey, and I don't know if you're ready for it. Well, wait, 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 wait. I look good. You look good, but uh, he Wait, talks about... Why did you look like... You rolled your eyes. He talks... And took a big heaving sigh there. He talks a lot about the before men, you know, with the t-shirts and the flip-flops and the cargo shorts. And he's talking about you, honey. He's talking about you. I... I'm... I... I <laughs> um. You got nothing to say is what you got. But it's challenging because he talks about getting putting more of your money into it, (laughs) more intention, yeah, more more everything into your appearance. I I struggled with this with the conversation because I I do I I like to dress up. I've got I've got a pretty decent wardrobe. I don't wear it all the time. But you love your cargo shorts. But I, I, I like shorts when it's 140 degrees in the summer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a casual kind of a, of a personality. Like, I, yeah, I want to wear jeans. I'll wear a, a, a dress shirt. Um, and I'll even throw a sport coat on. And you look but, sexy when you do it, too. Yeah. And see, I, that's why I love having Ty on the show this week, too. Because I feel like... Men, women, whatever, it challenges us to take a hard look and say, you know, where are we cutting a few corners here? So I'm going to admit where I cut a few corners. If you had a vision of what we're doing right now, I am in the biggest, (laughs) comfiest robe possible. (laughs) I'm wearing Justin's underwear. What? You didn't know that. They're so That's so weird because I'm wearing some of yours. They're so comfy. <laughs> so I'm not really wearing your underwear right now. Okay, sure you're not. But when we interviewed Ty, we did not admit to all this. We can we let it slide maybe a few two notches down on the on the style scale. Yeah. I can tell that this is an episode I'm going to have to listen to a few times this week to to uh, really let it soak in. So let's go ahead and dive in and listen in on our conversation with Ty Kuttner. We are so happy to have Ty Kuttner on the show today. He is the founder of Well-Dressed Academy, and he is going to help you out at least big time today. I need all the help I can get. (laughs) He helps men gain the social and psychological benefits of having a sharp appearance and teaching them to dress exceptionally well. So welcome to the show, Ty Kuttner. How are you doing, Ty? Doing pretty well. Thank you guys for having me. 
Okay, yeah. so Ty, you have not always been a well-dressed man. How did you first start to dress when you were a young man? Well, it was a bit of a misconception. People think I was born with a suit on, but that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but as a young man, I grew up in uh, Brooklyn, New York, so I, I dressed pretty typical for that uh, demographic. I'm a uh, born in the 80s. So I, in the 90s is when I started to dress myself into hip-hop. I wore jean, baggy jeans and sneakers and Jordans and, you know, stuff like that. T-shirts. That was my thing. So um, how did that go over with getting jobs and making a good first impression? How, how'd that look work for you? Well, the thing is, when you go for jobs, you have to switch to a different style. Of, you, know, you have to leave your environment, right? You have to leave your neighborhood, because the jobs aren't in your neighborhood, you have to go to a, a professional place. And now you have to dress differently. The problem is, you're not used to dressing differently. You're not used to dressing in those clothes. So even if you put on clothes who, that fit well, which most guys don't, or that look good, which most guys don't, you still don't feel comfortable in them. And that shows. Yes. Ooh. So what made you um, have the shift between the baggy jeans and the t-shirts and all that to how you look right now. So the, our viewers cannot see you right now, but he is looking sharp. He's got a suit, vest, tie, the whole deal going on here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I went through my 20s, pretty typical, making small changes here and there. My, my jeans got less baggy and I kind of look, you know, a little bit better, but still urban. And the real origin of how I dress well is I was approaching 30 and I had a son. He was, he was two and I was a, I happened to be a bus driver at the time, a job I didn't really like. And I just felt like things weren't going my way. I felt like my life, my 20s didn't go the way I planned them to go. And now I was about to go into being 30. And I felt like while I'm getting older, I need to be much more of a man. I need to look like a man, especially if I'm raising a son. And then a the relationship that I was in, that tanked. What happened was I had to take a hard look in the mirror. And this was when I was like, you know, the things that I've been trying to work on and improving myself, I wasn't doing them. And that relationship started to go downhill because of that. I, I thought that I had some responsibility in that and I needed to make a change. So I looked in the mirror and I said, I need to change my image. And my image meant that I need to change how I look. So I started to wear my professional clothes every single day and to the mall, to the grocery store. And people react to me differently. They called me, sir. They gave me discounts. You know, women looked at me differently. And when I looked in the mirror, I seen a person who couldn't be a bus driver anymore. It became uncomfortable to be a bus driver. It became uncomfortable to play Xbox all night. You know, it was just, just something I couldn't do looking this way. And then that's when I started to achieve. And I became a, ended up being a CEO of an organization. I ended up helping my friends. At first, these friends were laughing at me or, why are you always dressed up all the time? You know, we're hanging out at a barbecue or we're going to Six Flags Great Adventure and you're wearing shoes. You know, and but eventually they got over it and they seen how people react to me. And then they started asking for my help. I helped them. They started dating out of their league. They started making more money. And I realized there's something more to our parents than just clothes. And then that's when I started to develop the business to teach guys. Yes. First of all, bus driver, uh, crazy job. I can't even imagine <laughs> that. But how did you really first get into the the notion of fashion and style? Like, like if you just kind of jumped into it or was it something that had been brewing in you for a while? Well, before becoming a bus driver, I, I did work on Fifth Avenue in New York City. That's where the luxury stores are. Yeah. Right. But I didn't really take to that. I was around it. So the, the professional clothes I had in my wardrobe, they were designer professional clothes. They were high quality clothes, but I didn't wear them because I didn't connect with that. You know, my day to day life wasn't I couldn't really perform in my day-to-day -day life or didn't need to wear those clothes in my day-to-day -day life. So I didn't wear them unless when I needed to. But when it was time for me to improve how I look, it wasn't really so much fashion. It was more so appearance and image and identity that made me shift from what I was wearing before and what I started to wear. And one thing that really inspired me was The Godfather, the movie, The Godfather, right? So one day I was watching a movie and I was paying attention to the characters and I said, some characters are in charge and some aren't. Some are more frantic and some are more in control. And the ones that were in control dressed pretty well, pretty sharp. They weren't wearing flashy colors. You know, and I was like, it's something about that. And then that's when I was like, that's how a man should dress. Because all the men in the, in the movie, they all dress in suits at all times. So like, that's how a man should dress. And that's why I wanted to dress in that way. Mm. 
Mm, I love it. I love it. My, my dad used to say, and I'm sure other people did. Um, if you're going to have a suit, wear the suit. Don't let the suit wear you. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Ty, you had mentioned something like that. Like some people have like their job interview clothes or something and then they put them on and they just look like, you know, they pulled some mess out of the back of their closet and all that. Like you had said you had an urban style, you know, in your younger years. Like how did, did you keep the same kind of friends? Um, did you surround yourself with the same people? You said you used to play video games all night and do some other types of things that didn't really match with you anymore. Did you also change like who you hung around with? Did they like the new look? Well, when you start to dress better, um, when you start attracting different people, so new people came into my life, the, the friends that I always had, they, they were still there, but they eventually they wanted me to bring them up to my level. So at first when you're around any, if you do anything new, right? If you start to diet, they're going to be, people will say, just eat a burger. Just have a break one day. Just go have a burger. Just now you had to cook out. And if you, if you stand your ground, eventually they'll say, you know what, what's that diet you're on? You know, but at first they're going to try to bring you back down to where they are because they feel a little bit uncomfortable around a person who looks real sharp. They start looking at themselves like, Hey, I'm not dressed sharp. Hey, I didn't come out. I didn't care as much as he did about how he looks. So they start to feel a little subconscious. So it's like a natural reaction for them to try to bring you down. But as far as the friends, I started to just attract different people in my life. And, it, and then I started to go in different directions, start paying attention to other things, and then started to work on other areas of my life because I can't just look sharp. It was like I had to be congruent with everything in my life has to be congruent with this look that I have. Yeah, I like how you're saying like starting to be well-dressed was actually, it sounds like the catalyst for a whole bunch of other things, like your professional life and some other, can you speak a little bit more to that? Yeah, definitely. So when you, when you start dressing well, you're looking in the mirror, you see a person, right? You see like every day when you wake up and you go to, you know, shower and you shave and you brush your teeth, you see yourself in the mirror and it reminds you of who you are. And then you just, you are ha- your personality is a habit, right? So you're, the way you speak, the way you move is a habit. But if you change, drastically change how you look, you can change who you think you are. And then you start to say, hey, I can achieve better things. Like my, what I think I can achieve, it improves. So I thought I, I was a bus driver, fine. Maybe I can stay here for, for a while, five years, or six years, and make more money every, you know, per hour or per year. But when I started to dress well, I said, forget that. I could become bigger things. I can do more things. I could be way more than what I thought I can do because my identity started to shift to someone who was more superior than my former self. Yeah. So, so the, there's the old expression, the clothes make the man. What do you say? The clothes do affect the man a lot in a, in a huge way. So if you're a guy who, you know, if I, when I dress, I dress well like this every single day, I may not always wear a suit, but I'm always going to wear some suit trousers, shoes, but for whatever reason, let's say if I wore uh, sweatpants or jeans or sneakers, I feel different that day. It's very uncomfortable for me to wear those clothes now because I feel like a different person. It doesn't, it doesn't connect to me anymore, you know, um, because my identity is affected by what I wear because it covers 90% of my body and I'm wearing it 100% of the time when I'm in public. When people mm-hmm. see me, they see what I wear first, usually, before they even get to speak to me. Right. You know? So the clothes I wear paint, basically paint my body. I feel like a lot of men, and Justin, I'll lump you in, I mean, you, I, are you calling me a lump? <laughs> <laughs> they do the cargo shorts, the t-shirt and the flip flops and, you know, that now, kind hold of on, deal. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what is, what is with the hate on the cargo? Shorts? No, no, no. Stop. Like this is all over. People hate the cargo shorts and I got to find out what, what's the deal. Okay. But let me finish my question first and then right, Ty fine. can address your cargo shorts. Issue. All right. I'm not letting this one go though. Okay. My question is, what do you think holds men back from really embracing the well-dressed lifestyle? Well, the thing is that, so there's two things. There's one is identity, right? Guys feel like this is who they are. This is who I am, you know? Yeah, I'm casual. But... Yeah, this is who I am. This is how I am. I feel comfortable in this and they have no, they feel no need to necessarily change. And the other thing is the effort to do so feels like it's very difficult to do so. Or maybe they've had, they've worn a suit before. They've worn certain clothes before and they just didn't look right and feel comfortable. Um, so they don't want to go that way. 
And that's the reason, that's what kind of stops them from making those improvements. And I'm just wondering, so if you're going to embrace being well-dressed, you're going to, you're going to put on the suit, you're going to wear the shoes, you're, you're doing the tie, the vest, whatever it is. Maybe it doesn't have to be like you said, fifth Avenue kind of a thing, but they're just going to put a little bit more effort into it. What are the three effects that you, you talk about three effects that really come from dressing well, what can men expect if they actually do take the step forward into dressing well on a daily basis? Well, the first thing I'd like to tell guys is you have to care about how you look. You have to care about how you look. And this is, this goes back to like self-love, right? If you love yourself, if you care about yourself and you care about your image, then you're going to make sure that you look your best at all times because you're in control of that. You're in control of your image. But also um, one of the effects is that how people are going to treat you, right? People, when they see you, they they instantly trying to figure out who you are. And the first piece of information they get is how you look, mm-hmm. right? So before they even speak to you, they're going to see how you look and they're going to make some assumptions based on that. So if you're wearing sweatpants with holes in them, they're going to assume that you don't care, you know, or that you are, you're, you know, you're just not a professional or whatever it is that that, that connects to them. They may have seen a movie yesterday with a person with holes in their sweatpants, they're going to connect you to that person. Right. Um, so you want to make sure that you, you dress well for that reason. So the social thing, the other thing is when you look at yourself in the mirror, the same way people are influenced by your look, you're influenced by your own look the same way. Right. So if I, if I put on a police uniform, put you, put you in a police uniform, you're going to feel authoritative because you know what that uniform means. You've connected it to a police officer and you know police officers have authority. So you're going to stand up straighter. You may even start using the words that you think a police officer would use. So these, mm-hmm. it, it really impacts your brain in that way. The other thing is, when you, if you do it every single day, your life starts to change. Different things start coming to you. Different people become, want to be in your life because they see a person who they see is successful just from your look. They'll think you're successful and other people want to be around successful people. Men want to be around other successful men and women want to be around successful men for different reasons, but uh, we want to be around other successful people. Yeah, maybe speak to that a little bit. What has, what has been the reaction from women? How has your dating life changed? How has your love life changed? So when, one of the first things that I realized that made me say, huh, there's something to this is when women would look at me when I was riding the subway. And it was a different quality of women who normally, these were like professional, they were dressed well themselves and they were professional women. And they, and I would just, you know, you could feel someone looking at you and I was, I would catch them, we would meet eyes and then they would bashfully turn away or smile. And when I look around and I look at all the other men in, in the subway car, I'm the best dressed guy there by far. Even the guys who were going to work, like they, they wore the clothes because they had to, not because they wanted to. And that was different between me. I wore it because this is what I wanted to wear. So women will be more attracted to me. They approach me more. They will hit on me more. They will openly show interest. Whereas in the past, you kind of have to pull interest out of them. You know, they wouldn't be so open with it. You know, so it's like women are, they see a guy and it's refreshing to them. You know, and it's not always romantic interest. Sometimes it's just, hey, this guy looks like he's a, a gentleman. If I talk to him, he's not going to necessarily think that I'm going to, that I want to hit on him or that I want to be with him. Maybe he'll just have a genuine conversation with me because he looks like a guy who's a gentleman, you know? And when you, when your personality is congruent with that and you are a gentleman and you are kind and you are caring and genuine, then you start building these relationships with people that you normally wouldn't have. I really like that. It feels like you almost, you put on this and it's not fake. You put on this persona and it like seeps into your pores, into your being. Like, it's just, it's not just something that you wear. Like you are that person. So you're putting that out there. I'm just like, I'm I'm so quiet over here because I keep taking all these notes and, and I'm thinking about you know, yes, I agree. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, yes, that's it. That's it over and over again. And I'm also in that place where I go, I feel some rebelliousness kind of, but, but I'm not that guy. It is weird. I don't want to wear a tie every day or, or whatever. I was sitting here and I was thinking about like, there's different archetypes that, that men kind of ascribe to there's, and just a couple of them. There's like, there's the outdoorsy kind of burly, I've got a beard and I'm going to carry an ax around like I'm a lumberjack, even though I never, 
I've never chopped wood, chopped wood at all. <laughs> or, or maybe you have, maybe it's, you know, I, I personally, I love to be out on the trail, climbing mountains and stuff like that. There's the archetype, the very uh, business kind of archetype where it's, it's the suit and tie kind of guy. And a lot of those guys here in Austin, at least a lot of them are finance guys <laughs> because it's Texas and it's Austin and, you know, the half know. of us in the city who aren't wearing hippie clothes. Honestly, I could probably count the amount of suits that I've ever seen in my 10 years living yeah. in Austin, maybe on two hands. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but there's but there's the different archetypes, like for, for guys who are just like personality wise, outdoorsy or like very business or sporty. How does a guy who's like me, I, I want to be outside on the trail as much as humanly possible on the bike, whatever. Like, how does it look like for yeah. him, even though he's like an outdoor guy? The first thing you want to do is you want to care how you look. You want to realize the mindset has to change that the way you look does impact your life, no matter where you are. Right. It's going to, even if you're, even if you don't see anyone for 10 days straight, it's still impacting you. You should get dressed, not sit around your house in pajamas. You should shave. You should brush your teeth because it's going to affect your thoughts. It's going to affect how you, you, you know, you move about in your life. You know, not every guy is going to wear a suit. Not every guy is going to wear what I wear. They're not going to have the style that I wear. But what I teach guys is the style that I wear because when you do need it, and if you do master it, it will take you far. It's very universal, right? So where you are in Austin, you know, you can you can wear your outdoorsy wear and, and still look sharp. Um, but if you needed to go somewhere else, let's say if you needed to go to a meeting or a conference and you wanted to make an impression, now you have to switch. You can't wear that and make that same impression if the if the conference is a business type of conference. Yeah. So if you wear the suit and stuff now, you're not comfortable in it because it's not natural to you. So you want to get comfortable in wearing not necessarily a suit, but what I call distinguished casual, which is just having a nice collared shirt, some suit trousers and shoes. That's my everyday wear. That's what I that's my jeans and sneakers and T-shirt that, you know, most guys will wear. I'm comfortable in that. If I wanted to dress up, I just throw on a jacket or I throw on a tie and now I'm ready for any meeting. And I can go anywhere in the world and impress anyone in the world at any wealth level, at any age, at any race in the world with that look. You know, so that's yeah. why it's important to I, learn that. I like that distinguished casual. Yeah. Like I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm just wondering too, like Justin loves, you know, shopping at REI, which Ty, you probably don't want to shop at REI no. for your clothes. But I don't really I, shop at REI for clothes. But I'm just wondering, like, is there a version of that? Like if you're an outdoor guy, you could wear like some kind of well, dressed up version of it where you look put a tie together. With, a tie with like pine trees and, and like squirrels <laughs> on it. No, so I wouldn't recommend. So if you're if you're outdoorsy guy, like I say, if you if Justin, you say, hey Ty, I'm gonna invite you out to a hike. You're gonna go for a hike to me. You're gonna climb a mountain or climb a hill or whatever. I'm not gonna wear what I'm wearing now, right? But I will wear some high quality hiking wear, right? That fits me well. First thing, the most important thing about your clothes, they must fit you as if they were made for you only, right? So they can't be too big. They can't be tight. So they must fit you perfectly. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get. Maybe a uh, a flannel shirt, maybe um, you know some type of polo or whatever it is that I need to get for. I'll go to the the, the store that I will get that, that type of clothing, and I'm gonna get something that fits me well, and I'll make sure it's decent quality. My shoes or the boots that I wear are gonna be decent quality boots. I'm gonna look like I put myself together, like I cared about how I look. And then also, I'm always gonna be groomed, right? That's not about clothes, but you always want to be groomed. So if I'm my hair is going to be trimmed. My, you know, my facial hair is trimmed. I'm going to smell good. You know, I'm going to make sure that these things are always a part of uh, my attire, no matter what I wear. We'll get back to our conversation with Ty Kuttner in just a moment. But first, a message we don't want you to miss. Community is so essential to our marriages. Not only community with other couples, but men with their men folk and women with their women folk. Um, and couples really come together. Why? To support, encourage, and call one another forth. We just learn so much from each other. So join our community on Facebook where we're always talking about the topics from the podcast and so much more. So join our tribe of couples who refuse to settle for an ordinary marriage. 
you can find us at legendarymarriage.com slash community. And now back to part two of our conversation with Ty Kuttner. So tell him about cargo pants, Ty. Yes, yes. Okay, Please. what what is the problem with cargo pants? Cargo shorts, whatever. Cargo shorts, whatever. Cargo pants, that's a whole other thing. Cargo pants, no, no, no. not cargo pants. <laughs> no. Well, so like I said earlier, the, the thing is, whatever you wear is connecting to something else, right? So all clothes have functions, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're wearing cargo shorts, it's usually because you're doing something where you need the pockets, you're putting stuff in your pockets, or you're, you know, you're doing some type of handiwork around the house, or you're going hiking or whatever it is that you're doing. But if you're wearing cargo shorts and you're just in the mall, now you kind of look out of place, you know? Now you kind of look like you don't care. And you're like, ah, I just put these on and I don't really care, you know? Or like the guys who wear, you know, gym, their gym stuff all day to the restaurant. Like if you go to, you just worked out and you wore your, your gym clothes, fine. You know, that's no problem with that. But if you went to a upscale restaurant or even a medium scale restaurant in your gym clothes, Applebee's, no gym clothes. You're not gonna. You're gonna look out of place. You're gonna like. I you, you didn't never care. Go to an Applebee's. I know Applebee's is. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along, we're not gonna rabbit trail that. So, like, just whatever you're wearing, the fit is essential. Like, just grooming, taking care of, not looking like you rolled out of bed, and then, and then, really, what what I hear you saying there is just kind of understanding the context or the circumstance that you're stepping into. Right. Yeah, like if you're going to a funeral, you're not going to wear your hiking clothes. Yeah. Here's what it comes down to. How do you know you need a style change? Like a makeover thing. Makeover well, thing. Because makeover wait. isn't manly enough. <laughs> wait, do you, do you talk thing. about makeovers, Ty? No, nah, I never use that term, makeover. And um, do makeovers work, by the way? Like when I you think see, so. Like on a show and stuff and like you know, people get a makeover. Do you think it actually works? Well, I think it worked for that moment. But what I try, what I tell guys when I teach them, I try to teach them to build a wardrobe so they can dress well every single day. Right. You want it, you want it to become a habit because that's when your identity changes. If you did a makeover for one day, you may look good for one day, but then you're going to go back to how you normally are. Right. Yeah. So I tell guys, you want to dress well every single day. And you know, when you need a, a style change, when your style isn't really doing anything for you besides keeping you comfortable. If all it's doing is keeping you comfortable, then you should improve it somehow because you're missing the opportunity of using your clothes to advance your social life or to advance your career or advance whatever, or just even your self-esteem or your confidence. Clothes have the power to do those things. So if they're not doing it currently, then that's when it's time for you to make a change. Financially for you, did it make a difference when you started dressing well? Yeah, hugely. Because when you dress well, especially if you dress in what I would call like a business casual type of look, you're going to be pulled into that world. So when I became the COO, it was an organization that I was around before when I was dressed, when I was a bus driver, even before I was a bus driver. But the CEO didn't see me as COO quality. He didn't, it didn't, it didn't connect in his mind that I was going to be someone he can put in that position. Matter of fact, that position didn't even exist in his company. Until he seen my look and he was like, wow, you're sharper. I could put you in front of, I could, I could have you with me in these certain meetings and I'll have benefits. And when we went to the meetings, the first meeting we went to, the people were impressed about the changes that I made in him, you know, because I, I started to teach him how to dress sharper. And then his second meeting, he ended up getting a $90,000 grant. Well, a grant that ended up being 90000 over two years because we just looked apart. He looked more mature, more serious. And when you start to dress well, it changes your behavior. Even when I look at old videos of myself, the way I speak is different, the way I sit is different, the way I move is different. All these things start to change. Like you said earlier, it does seep into who you are and then it starts to affect you in different ways. You start to see, hey, I should be making more. And then you go for more. That's the only reason why you're not making as much money as you want to now is because you haven't really gone for it. Maybe because there's some other limitation in your belief system. But once you see yourself sharper, your belief system changes and you start to go for more things. I hear you saying a lot of things that happen internally and it almost sounds like it's some things that just happen naturally. Like maybe some of your, you know, you're attracting different women or you get a better job or you're just, you carry yourself. You said you even walk differently. Are there things that you actually need to learn? If you've been walking around in sweatpants and a sweatshirt for 25 years 
what are the things that you need to, that are not going to just seep in <laughs> that you just actually, you need to learn some things. Yeah. It's funny. So when I first started out my business, I thought I knew what people wanted and I was just basically preaching them. You need to wear this. You need to put this on. And then, uh, I took a step back and I said, you know what, let me coach some more guys. Right. I made a, I made a course and I didn't like the way the course came out. It was just uh, get a lot of information. So I started coaching guys one-on-one and I started to realize certain things they didn't know, like how to put on a jacket, how to put on a suit jacket. And they would put it on and they would look very awkward and they would have their hands up like this. And it was difficult to, to put on. And I realized, wow, I didn't know that was something that I need to teach guys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh my so, God. this is me. Okay, this okay. is me. I do the, I, I do the over the head thing where I, no, I put it in front of me and I hit it. <laughs> Because okay. that's how that's how President Bartlett did it. Okay, Ty, please tell Justin how to West put Wing, on a, West Wing stop. reference, anybody? Okay, obviously you're almost <laughs> ripping your coat in half. Ty, tell him how you're yes. on a coat. All right, so I'll give you a small demonstration of what this vest I'm wearing, right? So right. just imagine if I had sleeves. And the reason why it's more difficult to put on a jacket is because there's less room because it fits you well. There's not so much yeah. room, and that's the reason why it has to be put on in a certain way because it's not as forgiving. I usually put one arm in first. And then I'll, you know, pull this this part up a little bit to oh. give myself more room. Yeah, and then I hell vertical. Right. Pull your lapel up and then I'll pull my other arm behind my back to get the other arm hole. Yeah. And then I'll put it in like that. And then you fix yourself. You fix your collar. Mm-hmm. And then you make sure normally I will make sure that this my uh, shirt sleeve is showing in my jacket. So I'll pull that down. I will fix my collar. And then I will button up. You mentioned the sleeves. Okay. How much, so, so how much, how much sleeves, sleeves do you shows? reveal? Yeah. So you show about a quarter inch to an inch. You think about your suit jacket yeah. is over your shirt, over your collar shirt. And you want your like a quarter inch to a half an inch of your shirt sleeve to show because it breaks up the color, right? If you have all, if you wear a dark suit, you want to identify your hands because your hands are used to communicate. And you also, hands is a masculine feature of a man, right? So... The reason why I teach guys how to dress well in classic clothes is because if you realize classic clothes haven't changed in over a hundred years, like yeah. we're, the suits we wear today, the same suits they were wearing in the twenties, right? Yeah. Give um, or take and, shoulder pads and the lapel, right. but you know, pretty much. Yeah. Right. And the reason why that is, is because they figured it out. Yeah. It has a heritage to it. They know that this is the clothes that will make the man look his best. And these clothes amplify masculine attributes in a man. And one of those masculine attributes is bigger hands. Men have bigger hands than women, so we want to show those off. But if you wear a jacket or a shirt where the sleeves are too long, you take away your hands. You're reducing the size of your hands. You make oh. your hands smaller. And definitely do not wear a short sleeve dress shirt because that would not even leave you. That's any. that. That's that's a given. I like <laughs> Some short sleeve dress shirt. Like what? What are you do? What are you doing? Like that's crazy no. to me. <laughs> All right. What else do we have to learn? Ty? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, how I have to one more up- question. I have one more question. So I wear a watch and my, my sleeve always gets kind of caught up on the watch when I'm wearing a sport coat. Right. Any secret? Yeah. Well, the shirts that I wear, well, if you get custom shirts, if you ever graduate to that level of custom shirts, you would get them a different, the left side, wherever you wear your watch, it will be different from the right side. Oh. Right. Whoa. As far as, yeah. Whoa. Hey. Okay. So now, now, now this brings up a whole nother <laughs> can of worms. Does dressing well have to break the bank? No, it doesn't have to break the bank, but you do want to invest in your image, right? You're not buying clothes. You're investing in your image. Every time you buy clothes, you're investing in your image. And when you wear classic clothes, the reason why I teach classic is because those clothes don't go out of style. You're going to wear those clothes until they wear out, right? So you can spend more money on these clothes because you're going to wear them for as long as they last, right? That can be five years. That can be 10 years. And if you know how to maintain the clothes, like shoes, I wear my, my shoe budget is high, right? So I don't buy shoes less than $300, right? And a lot of guys hear that and like, wow, $300. I'm not going to pay more than $79.99 on my shoes. I might've just peed a little when you said $300. (laughs) (laughs) Ty didn't need to know that. Okay. Okay. But the thing is, it's a process. We're leveling up. It's a process, Justin. Yes. Yes. And the reason why is because cheaper shoes wear faster and you have to replace them often. And you end up spending more over the long term. I can have a $300 pair of shoes that looks good, keep them looking good for five, six years of good maintenance. I can replace the heel. I can keep them polished. You know, um, they're going to keep their shape. Right. Whereas, and that's that $300 lasts me 
five, six, seven years. Whereas that $79.99 shoe, you're going to have to replace every year, every year and a half. Now, eventually in five years, you spent more on cheap shoes than you would have on that good quality pair of shoes. Like anything. And the hassle. Like, right. I don't know about, I don't know about most dudes. Well, I do know I can make the assumption. Most guys like we're not big fans of shopping. Or right. so, you know. so every time you have to go out and do that, it's just another PIA. So, okay. So you have to know how to put on a jacket. It sounds like you want to get a good tailor as something it sounds like if you're going to, you know, make special adjustments to and, your, and, but for the guys, and everything, but for guys who aren't quite ready, either budget or, or emotionally ready for that, what are, what are some kind of tips? What are you looking for to get a good fit? And what are some tips you can offer guys? So the first thing I tell guys is it's a step-by-step process. The reason why I do what I do is like, I wasn't a, a tailor. I wasn't really an, a designer. Um, I didn't go to school for this. I learned, I learned a step-by-step pro- a process. So now I can teach, right? Like if I'm very funny, which I think I am, I can't necessarily teach people how to be funny because I don't remember how I learned it. It, it developed over time, but this dressing well stuff, I learned over a short period of time. So I got to teach guys step-by-step. Step. And the first step, well, like I said before, the first step is you have to care about how you look. But the, the technical first step, the practical step is you must make sure your clothes fit you perfectly. And if you're buying clothes off the rack, which means you're buying in the store or at a department store or anything else, those clothes aren't made for you specifically. They're made for someone that's kind of your size, right? So if you, yeah. went, if you went from large, and the mar- large may be too big. The medium may not be the right size. You may be somewhere in between that. And they don't have in-between sides. So that's where the tailor comes in. So I teach guys, first I teach them what good looks looks like. You have to know what, how it should look. And then they can try this stuff on and say, hey, mine's don't look that way. Like the sleeves are too long or the shoulder doesn't line up properly or, you know, the size are too big. And then I show them what the tailor can do for you. And I have a free training with that. I guess we'll give that at the end. But I have a, a awesome. training where I teach them, here's how it should look. And here's what your tailor can do to it to make it look better. And it is an added cost. So let's say you buy a shirt for 50 bucks and the tailor is going to alter it for you and it's going to cost you 30 bucks to get it altered. So now you paid 80 bucks for that shirt. But that shirt fits you perfectly. And if you ever want something that fits you perfectly, you like wearing it. You really like to wear it because it makes you look good. It frames your body properly. And you're going to get more wear out of it as opposed to a shirt that's just 50 bucks you kind of like. And you wear it because you, you don't have anything else to wear or you just need to wear it. Uh, you wear that shirt more, so you get more wear out of it, more value out of it. So it, it, it actually helps to get your stuff altered. Do you think you actually have less clothes than someone that you know just gets cheap clothes? Yes. So you want to have less. So I teach guys, you don't need to have a ton of clothes because just like guys don't like to shop, most guys don't like to go in their closet and say, hey, what am I going to wear today? You don't want to have to make that decision. Right. So when I teach guys, I teach them to build a wardrobe where every shirt will go with every trouser, will go with every shoe, will go with every jacket, will go with every tie. Right. We'll go with every anything you wear. It all matches. You can get dressed in the dark and you'll be fine. Um, When you do it that way, you only need a small number of items, because if you have five shirts, five trousers, but they all intermatch, you can create a ton of different outfits with those combinations. Okay, so don't do black. Men don't do black. No. Are there any other like serious no-nos that you're like, oh, please, please don't put that on. Oh, you know, we've (laughs) said, we've said the sweatshirts, we've said all that other stuff, but people that are actually putting some effort into it, they're trying to look nice, but they're just not hitting the mark. What are those people doing that are uh, just a little off? Well, First, let me tell the guys the reason why you don't want to wear black is because, well, like a black suit, right? So when you think of a black suit, you think of funerals, you think of secret service, you think of security guards, you think of like a club bouncer, you know, and there's no real opportunity to, it doesn't really match well with color, right? So black is, the only thing you can really match with it is white, like a white shirt. Any other shirt color, it's not going to go too well with with black, you know? Um, The only only exception is if you're wearing a tuxedo. So you wear a black tuxedo. That's for that. But otherwise, you want to have a navy or a gray or charcoal gray because it's much more versatile and color-wise. As far as what guys do that's wrong is a lot of guys try to be, when they start to learn how to dress well, they want to be very stylish. 
and I want to try this. I want to have my own flair in this. So what I tell guys is you start with the basics. Slow down, take your time, and really learn how to be sharp. Really learn because you want it to be a part of who you are, not something you do, but, but who you are. So I teach them the basics, just like when you're teaching a child, the child doesn't know uh, words yet. They learn how to identify things. One word, pencil, cup, milk, bottle. That's what you're going to learn. And then from there, they start to develop into more complex stuff. So that's the same thing with guys. You want to learn on a basic white shirt, navy trouser, nice pair of shoes. Start there. Once you start to get familiar with the fit and you get comfortable wearing the clothes, like you get comfortable wearing it every day. And I also have a, a, a tip for guys to get comfortable. Wear it in your house. Wear it in your house for five hours at a time until you feel like it's a part of who you are. And then once you feel that, now your next purchase is some color. Your next purchase, oh, I like these shoes. Or your next purchase is, oh, this will go nice with the trousers I have in my wardrobe. And that's how your wardrobe starts to sprinkle out to your own personal style. Yeah. Keep it simple. Get good stuff. I, I, I have to say this. So it, it's not flair, but th- this is, I, I don't know if anybody really knows about this about me. I, I do love suits. Yeah, you do. I love suits. Even I, though you I, don't know how to put on I a jacket. I have three suits. I have a, a navy, uh, a, a medium gray, gray charcoalish yeah, gray. gray. I have a gold suit. Mm. And I know it sounds <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. It sounds absolutely <laughs> insane. But it's not. It is, it's, it's like a tan. It, it's, it's kind of this, it's got just a little bit of shine. Oh, sparkle. A little sparkle to it. <laughs> just a little bit. It's this weird way that it's neutral. Kind of, I can use it as a tan, kind of a summer suit. I can use where you would use tan or, or like a, a beige. I can use it. Okay, um, let's, let's stop right I, I there. The just stop talking you. about your gold suit. <laughs> I love my I gold hear, suit. I want to hear <laughs> And then I, got, I have one more question. Okay, Ty, yay or nay on the gold suit? Well, so here's what I say. I have this royal blue suit. I think I might have sent you guys an image of that suit. So yes, I think every guy, yes, I think every guy, we're going to have a suit that we re- that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. And that's, that happens after you've already done the, you know, the Navy you done the charcoal. Now you may want to play around. Now you're not wearing that suit every day, obviously. I don't wear my blue suit every day, but I know when it's time for me to show off, I'm going to put that blue suit on. Yeah. And the other thing I always do is every suit I get, it's three piece. Mm-hmm. So, cause I got the flexibility with it. Right. Right. Um, so uh, another way. So while we on three piece, um, I tell guys, it's, if you're, a, if you're a guy, you're a bigger guy, right? So a lot of a lot of people come to me if they're bigger and they say, you know, it's hard for me to dress well because the stores don't, you know, it may be, it may be big up top, but it may be small on the bottom or it may be small on the top or big up. So I tell them one way to cover up your midsection, because most guys, that's where the bulk accumulates in the midsection. And that's where the subconscious comes from. Because mm-hmm. when you have a big midsection, your shirt untucks by itself and it just, you have that bulge. If you wear a vest with your suit, making it a three piece, you can leave your jacket open. And it kind of mirrors or masks that bulge because your jacket is open, so it's not having that hugging look. Yeah. And you really can't see what's underneath because of the, the color contrast between the suit and the vest. Yeah. And no one can see your shirt untucking because it's being covered by the vest. Mm. Yeah, that was that was my next question. Is like so much of of fitness, like I, I know women deal with this. Like you you walk in and like the clothes look great on the size negative four mannequin sure and i think it's the same thing for guys like ty y'all can't really see but ty's a cut guy he's he's in good shape and that it comes from that i i'm somewhere in between and then i have friends who are who are big dudes and i i think it's important to know that wherever you are on the health and fitness kind of scale like there is a way to develop a personal style that works tell me i'm right or wrong there ty Oh, definitely right. Because like I said, menswear is over 100 years old, right? Men have come in all shapes and sizes throughout those years. So they figured out how to make big guys look, look good. And the one thing about big guys, when they dress sharp, they look more authoritative because of that bigger, taking up more space, more uh, physically powerful. And when you look sharp, because if you dress in a, a sharp outfit, like a suit or whatever, in our society, that is a uniform for authority, right? In business. Right. It's not a police uniform, but in, in our social, when we see, we go to any place and we see the guy in the suit, we assume that's the guy who's in charge. 
So that's when you're walking in your daily day life and say you go to a restaurant or a fast food joint and you walk in and you ask for something or you say excuse me to someone, they look at you and they automatically respond to you as if you are their boss or if you are in charge of them because they connect their instinct. The first instinct is for them to connect how you look to something else in their mind and they're going to react in that way, right? So when it comes to um, the reason why I look so cut is because my, my clothes frame me properly because they fit well. So shoulders is very important for men. Mm-hmm. If you're short, that's the reason why you want to make sure that your shirt fits you and anything on your torso, you have to fit you well in your shoulders because that's closely to your face, which is what we use to communicate. And it shows, it frames your body, right? So if you, all these phrases, right? He has the word on his shoulders or shoulder to cry on. They use this because shoulders is the thing that we frame our bodies with. It shows strength. But if you're clothes, if you're wearing a t-shirt, no frame. There's no structure there. If you're wearing a sweatshirt, there's no structure there. When you wear a suit jacket, you have padding that frames your shoulder. And that's the reason why that padding is there, to give you that strong shoulder. So you always want to have your body framed properly, no matter how big you are. Even if you have rounded shoulders, you want to have your body framed properly, and it automatically make you look attractive. Yeah. All right. I feel like we've had so much learning on this show that we need to. Justin's like I'm excited. Justin's like filled up a whole notebook. I here. really want to get a police uniform now. Okay. You know, for our special time. Okay. Well, let's just focus on being well dressed here. Okay. So, Ty, how can our listeners find you? And you had said something about a special offer. How can we get that? Yes. So, I am very active on Facebook. If you have any struggles around your appearance or your image, or if you just want to learn some tips from me, then we can engage there. But I also have a free training on my website, which is uh, welljustacademy.com. And that training, it is a 40-minute video training where I teach you how to take the clothes you already have in your wardrobe. Don't start by buying clothes. All right. Well, Ty, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Okay, honey. So does it matter to you how I dress? Do you think it makes any difference whatsoever in the health of our marriage? Absolutely. But... I'm not a fan of that bathrobe. (laughs) I think it washes you out. It does wash (laughs) you out, but it's so darn cozy. (laughs) But I'm I'm being serious, though. So am I. Okay, what do you want to see me in that's going to add to... The vitality of our marriage, honey. More skin-tight leopard print. No, I'm being serious. I'm really not going to wear that. But please, honestly, tell me, what would you like to see more of more of me wearing? Um, I, I totally dig you in, like, sundresses in the okay. summer. All right. Um, uh, and just more color in general. Like you, you tend to pick a lot of uh, on the dark shades of things. I like some of the brighter colors because you're a bright, colorful person. Yeah, I do like dark gray quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my jam. Yeah. All right. So, yes, I feel like I am more attracted to you in general. Just if, if I'm just doing a visual, a quick visual, I am more attracted to you when you're wearing your nice clothes, you're getting ready for work, you're getting ready for church, something like that. You've got the nice pants on, the nice collared shirt, the nice yeah. shined up shoes. And even like Ty said, you're smelling good, you're fresh out of the shower, you got your aftershave on, and you, you've trimmed up your beard, your nose aftershave. hair, your ear hair. No, ear hair? What the <laughs> He said grooming is part mm, of it. You've trimmed your ear hair. I can't wait to devour you. Well, I'm saying if I do see <laughs> sprouts coming out your ear, that's I a no- don't sprout. That's a no-go. That's I a hard sprout. no-go. All right. So here's the challenge. Hey, I got I need some credit because since we recorded this episode, this interview, I have upped my game. Have you even noticed? Just tell wow. me. Wow. <laughs> wow. I guess that's a no. I totally upped my game. I spent yep. like 20 bucks on new socks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot even see your socks. Okay. All right. They're so really nice socks. They are nice socks. I did see them. Okay. So the challenge this week is have that conversation with your spouse. Um, 
really, you know, have a safe place. <laughs> Does how I safe dress. Place. Well, it could get a little volatile. Like if you're. Well, you, you got to here, have a, con- a constructive conversation about it. Like nobody needs to get all get all upset, take offense, get defensive, all of that. Right. We're, yeah. ju- we're just trying to put our put our best foot forward for the person that we love. So I asked that question. Um, Does what I wear matter to you? And uh, what could the best version look like? So that's the challenge this week. And also, Ty, for those guys that are looking to up their game, Ty has a free video resource called How to Dress Better. Um, And it's a video that includes some more of those tips. You know, he talked about how to put the jacket on and things like that. He's got way more tips on just how to get real Um, some basic skills for men to dress better. So as always, we're talking about the hot topics from the podcast and so much more on our free community on Facebook. So join the conversation at legendarymarriage.com slash community. You can find the link to Ty's offer as well as all the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash zero seven six. Next week, we'll be talking with Suze Adakari from fitbodyandhealthbalance.com. She's a health and wellness coach, and she's going to call bunk on all the excuses we have for not living a healthy lifestyle. So let's listen in to a bit of our conversation with Suze Adhikari. So most of the time when people say that I don't have time, if you substitute that with it's not a priority to me, that's why I don't make time to make these food, then you will instantly change your thought process because it, if it's a priority to you, you're going to, we all have 24 hours in the day. So you're going to make time to make healthy meals. So next week we'll learn the truths behind the lies we're believing about living healthy and get us inspired to approach summer with a healthy mindset. So Suze Adhikari will be calling us forth to become the best healthy versions of ourselves. Uh, it's been a little while since we've talked health and fitness on the show, and so I'm really excited to share this episode with you next week. You can find this episode right now and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 076. Finally, we want to help more couples have conversations that matter. So if you love the show, please let us know. Jump on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.